Section86.com. We're changing the world of podcasting one show at a time. 86 Productions. The best podcast for the most in-depth insight and analysis into the world of professional wrestling. On today's Roar Rumble special, we have Aaron Roger and Doug to join Andrew as we discuss the Roar Rumble show. So, Roar Rumble is going to be a little bit different this year. They have already announced the attendance of zero, but we do have some. We have three scheduled matches and a couple of Roar Rumbles going on. So, right now, let's talk about Oxa and let's just talk about the female tag match. So, Roger, what are your thoughts on this match? Well, who doesn't love another good rematch? Uh, this time we know it's Charlotte Flair, as opposed to last time where we all knew it was Charlotte Flair <laughs> as uh, Oscar's tag partner. Um, it's fine. It's not a match I particularly care about. I think once I have no need for a rematch here. I expect Oscar and Charlotte to retain, though Nia and Shayna winning out of isn't completely out of the ordinary. I just think there's probably more of a story going forward with a, a women's tag team probably heading into WrestleMania feuding as the champions, very similar to Eddie and Ray from 05. So I've got Asuka and Charlotte retaining in you know probably a 10 to 15 minute match. Um, I agree. I think this is just for the championships uh, to further uh, storyline and talk more about it when we get to the actual Women's Royal Rumble match. Yep, I agree, too. And what about you, Andy? Do you uh, also I, agree? I'm going to have to sweep it, so that's that's what I got there. So the next match that they have scheduled so far is Drew McIntyre taking on Goldberg. Doug, I got to ask you, do you think that Goldberg even stands a chance in this match? He's Goldberg. He stands every chance in this match. I mean, I, I think that this would be a great opportunity to give them every single belt that WWE has to Goldberg. Because why not? Have him win here, have him win at, at Mania, collect both titles, then go to NXT, take that one too. Or you can do that, you know, like in at Pay or uh, was it Fast Fast Lane or something like that. And then he can collect all the titles and have them uh, come WrestleMania. Yeah, I think that's a good idea. I think it's a chance. I, I'm honestly going for Drew here, but it is a chance. Now, now uh, Roger, did you, do you think that Goldberg is even going to – that he's basically just going to put Drew over? Or do you think he's actually going to maybe hot shot the title to him for a few days? I think whenever Goldberg has an opportunity to beat a young up-and-coming talent, he will do so, as evidenced by Kevin Owens and evidenced by Bray Wyatt. So while logically it makes more sense for Drew McIntyre, the future superstar, to go over Goldberg, the superstar who was hot back in 1997, I'm going to pick Goldberg. Wow. I'm, I'm actually – I'm not super shocked. Because I'm, I'm shocked more that he's even in this match. I'm going to go with Drew as well. Uh, I'm going to piggyback off what Doug said. I, I just think this is so unnecessary. Even thinking about you know how they have people come back, Goldberg winning the title from the Fiend last year, you don't need him to win the title. 
he can be there as a marquee matchup. You know, when Hogan and Rock went at it, they didn't have a title. And that was the biggest match on the show. You know, if you look at the what the crowd was was saying, essentially, like how they were cheering them on. That was the biggest match of the show. That was a marquee match. Did not need a title. Not every match needs a title. You don't have to have Goldberg in there for the title. Goldberg should be there to put over the younger talent. That's what he should do. Because if you hear it, like, oh, Goldberg's going to be wrestling again. Oh, yeah, I remember him. I liked him back in the day. And then you go and see him wrestle, and he wrestles some other guy, and it's like, whoa, that guy really kicked his butt. Like, that guy totally dominated him. I want to see what he's going to do. You see somebody like Bray White, and you're like, oh, who is this guy? You know, like, he's just some nobody. So, like, Drew McIntyre, I think he has to win this. Otherwise, you are going to bury him. And then what did you do with him for the last year? So my pick is McIntyre. Yeah, and I'm going to have to say McIntyre in this as well. Um, the next match we have, we have Kevin Owens taking on Roman Reigns. Um, I I have an idea what's going to happen here, but let's just let's just throw it out there. Roman Reigns will retain. So, um, Aaron, what do you think about that? Um, I agree. Uh, I actually like the idea of having them when Adam Pierce was involved. I kind of like the idea of having Adam Pierce in this match where you could do a really good false finish at the end. Kevin Owens comes out, stuns him. And then, you know, Adam Pierce, I know it's last man saying, but like if it was a just a normal match Adam Pierce goes in, you get the one, two, and then just barely gets the, you know, his arm up at the three. And this is, this is Adam Pierce's dream. He was never a WWE champion. He was, you know, he was in an indie promotion, you know, NWA, whatever. Uh, I thought that would have been a good idea. I mean, this match is whatever. I'm going to go with reigns, you know, and I don't know. I'm not, I'm not excited for it. Uh, this is Roman all the way. It's just a matter of how, uh, how is he going to retain the title? Um, whether it's going to be influenced from somebody else new to uh, get a new feud going uh, or something along those lines. It's, it's, it's Roman. It's just how. I'm in agreement that I think Roman wins, but I don't think it's out of the realm of possibility to see a situation where Kevin Owens retains because they're setting something up later with Roman. Um, I'm going to pick Roman Reigns, but I won't call this a stone cold lock. All right. So let's talk about the women's Royal Rumble match. Uh, they have, uh, they haven't announced everyone yet. There's only 12 so far, um, but I'm sure that they'll start putting them out uh, more and more. But um, yeah, so on this, this is one of those things where I, I'm not, I'm like, I'm, I'm excited, but I think this is you have to have fans at because I think they they bump it up and they are, start making uh, the chance that everyone loves. So, um, but I I've been trying to figure out who who they're gonna put here. So I I'm gonna have to go with Shayna Baszler winning the Royal Rumble. <laughs> so Roger, thoughts? Yeah, I, I don't have a, a clear favorite in the way that I did probably the last few years. I think going into a lot of the rumbles, we, we knew it would be one of two people, especially the Becky Charlotte year. Um, I, I think Bailey has an outside chance to win. I definitely, of course, you know, look, if Charlotte Flair is on the roster and healthy, she's always got a chance to win. It's never a bad idea to pick Charlotte and just assume she could win. I think Shayna Baszler has an outside chance. Um, but I'm actually, if you look at kind of the list of people who've won, I believe it's Oscar, Charlotte and Becky. So it's a pretty mm-hmm. accomplished list so far. If you wanted to elevate and kind of move somebody up the card, this is that perfect opportunity to put them in that esteemed class. So I'm going to go with Bianca Belair. I think she, this is a great time to have her break out and, and get her title shot at Mania. 
Yeah, I agree. That's actually um, who I'm going to pick as well. I think Ray Ripley has an outside chance. They've kind of written her off NXT TV, so she'll be an entrant and like maybe she could. But with what they've they've really featured Bianca uh, on SmackDown most recently. And, you know, this is a great way you have her win the t- win the, the match. Um, her and Bailey can still feud and they can fight at Fastlane or whatever for whoever becomes the number one contender. Um, and like potentially even Bailey could win that, you know, I mean, that'd be a bad idea, but you could. Uh, and then you could have a match at Mania against Sasha or potentially even Asuka, but most likely be Sasha. And, you know, they could turn into a three way, too. Um, that's also a possibility. But, uh, yeah, I agree with Roger. I think it's Bianca. You could also not a challenge EO, just to be clear. That's true. In typical fashion for me, I think there's uh, there's three ways to always look at rumbles. Who do you want to win? Who's probably going to win? And in my case, let's pick somebody who doesn't even show up in the rumble. So who do I want to win? I want Bianca to win. I think that'd be a great way to push her over. Who do I think is going to win? Uh, I would say Charlotte because I think they're going to go tease the Charlotte's going to challenge Asuka at WrestleMania, and you're going to have the tag team people uh, fighting each other for the for the main title. I think that storyline makes sense. So as for my actual pick, who do I think is going to win? Ronda Rousey. <laughs> Wait, so so which one of the three are you actually picking? Are you doing Ronda? I'm picking Ronda Rousey to win the Women's Royal Rumble in a surprise entry. Because that way I have it set that somebody who's not even in the Rumble is my pick. And then, Andy, how about you? Uh, you heard some good ones? He said yeah, Shayna. yeah, I said Shayna Baszler. You think um, Shayna? But, okay. I, but I'm gonna, I want to I say one thing about, about uh, Bianca Belair. I do believe that she'll end up winning. I didn't think it was going to be this year, but you started saying something, and then I realized they, they put a chronicle out on her. And every time they've done that, the next thing they do, that superstar breaks out. And I think that's what they're trying here. And honestly, I really, really want to be wrong. I want her to win. But, yeah, I did pick Shayna. But let's talk about the Men's Royal Rumble. Um, we have so far, as of now, we have about 17 wrestlers that have been announced. There's also, I think, uh, the Good Brothers said they're going to make an appearance as well. Uh, we'll see about that. Um, and Kenny Omega. And Kenny Omega as well. Um, but I wanted to, I, I'm actually going to point out, Doug, you said that you picked someone that is not in like on the roster technically. Um, I'm going to pick someone for this as well. I'm going to I'm going to flat out say it, and I know this is what's really going to happen. You better not say who I think you're thinking about. I'm going to say Brock Lesnar wins the Royal Rumble. Oh, that's fine. What did <laughs> you, you think I was going to say? The Miz? No, no. No, 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 um, Brock Lesnar will come in, but I think there will be some shenanigans where someone doesn't come out like a 29 or 28 or even like 17 or something like that. And then it's going to come out where someone wins Royal Rumble. It's going to be a feel-good thing. But then Brock Lesnar comes out and be like, hey, I've been waiting or something like that. And then he's going to come out and he's just going to crap on somebody. So I don't know who that person is going to be, but I do believe that's going to happen. So, Doug, what is your pick? Well, actually, you know, Doug, you're last. Aaron, what is your pick uh, for this year's Royal Rumble? Um, I'm also picking Brock Lesnar, and it's one of those, yeah, he's not announced, but uh, it's funny, on our chat I had said, like, I think that it's probably Lesnar, and there's an outside chance of Bray Wyatt. WWE doesn't know how to use him, so it's really hard to pick him uh, to win. Uh, You know, Bray would be my number two, 
there are some there are some other ones that potentially could be really good. And, and that's actually one of the nice things is for this year. I don't feel like there is a clear winner. I feel like there are five to ten people you could theoretically see win. Um, and that's actually a good thing. That's a, that's a really good thing. You know, in so many previous years, it's like, oh, yeah, well, you know, we know who's going to win this one, you know, or like, yeah, there's a really good a good chance that he's going to win it. Um, I actually like the fact that we don't know. And even like what Doug said, like with Charlotte and Rhonda, and then we talk about Bianca, uh, there's with women there, there's a number of people that potentially could win too. And that's actually a really good thing. But uh, I'm going to go with you, Andy. I, I believe Brock Lesnar is the guy that will win it. Like I said, Bray Wyatt would be my like close second. I, I, I think Andy is onto something. Like I really, really expect Daniel Bryan to have his hand raised and think that he has won the Royal Rumble and finally completed the goal. And, and honestly, I think is he coming in? He could be number one or number two going the full distance and then Brock Lesnar is number 30 mm-hmm. and he are 29 and he takes somebody's spot. You know, somebody's attacked backstage, a fresh Brock Lesnar walks out. Brian puts up one hell of a fight and Brock tosses him. I, I, I just think there's money in the Brock Lesnar versus Drew McIntyre with fans. Cause we will have fans now this time. The only thing I will say is that if Kevin Owens were to win or Goldberg were to win, my pick changes to Roman Reigns. That would be the only time I would think that Roman at that point is winning because I could see them setting up Roman versus Goldberg. Yeah. Because they obviously want to do spear versus spear. But right now, I'm going to say it's Brock. Well, even what you had said there, I think uh, there, there could be a good like booking opportunity there. If you had, let's say, you know, Brian goes through and uh, you, he knocks out like the 29th entrance. So literally it's Daniel Bryan versus whoever number 30 is. And they're just sitting there waiting. They're like, all Brian has to do is go through this last person. He's lasted through 27 other guys, you know, 28 other guys. He just has one more. He has to last through. And then you, you know, the music hits number 30 is Brock Lesnar. It's like, Oh no, like there's no way like that. Um, there's no way. Clear, number 30 is being announced on backstage. So oh, is it? I, was, I was about to say that 29 will be the last surprise entry. Mm, so it okay. could be someone who's knocked out backstage, for example. Okay. So well, that's oh, what yeah. I was kind of hoping that they would do is they announce the 30th person and then Brock goes and takes him out and then takes his spot. Yeah. You see, Shane Helms will be all all geared up to be the hurricane. What's going to happen is that Brock's going to come over and knock him out, and they're going to be like, well, I guess Shane Helms has been eliminated from the Royal Rumble. What's this? Brock? No, but Curtis Axel. Um, Maven, just appreciate your disrespect. <laughs> <laughs> so going off of the uh, backstage aspect of it, too, um, there's rumor that CM Punk will be back for backstage, how awesome would it be if he announces himself as the 30th entry in? Honestly, I would be disappointed. <laughs> announces himself as the 30th entry in, but then you have Brock Lesnar take him out where he's not even seen on camera and takes his spot. The only thing I will say this is that if CM Punk is going to return to wrestling, it has no business being in front of a crowd of zero. Yeah, I would we, agree. That. that pop needs to be heard in, in front of fans because in the place will go wild. Yeah, it needs to be in Chicago. I, I will say that. I think if he was to come back, I don't care when it is, it has to be in Chicago. And they have to, like, not even bring him up or anything. It's just all of a sudden he shows up to, like, mess with people. Like, all of a sudden, like, the main event, you hear the music, and then cuts away. Just to be clear, I think Punk has a 0% chance of showing up. But <laughs> Even on backstage? Uh, he could be on backstage, but he I don't see him 
I don't see him joining a Vince McMahon or Hunter Hearst Helmsley led promotion ever again. Yeah. Ever. Are, are you willing to short that stock? I am absolutely willing to short that stock. Call me a modern day Robin Hood if you want. <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> so I, I got a, I got a question, Doug. What do you think? You know, you know, with Royal Rumble, I still think it's a show that needs a crowd. Do you think that this one can be successful with no crowd whatsoever? I don't think it needs a crowd. I think the match itself is the hype enough. It's just that, I mean, you look at the rest of the card, and you've really kind of seen the, especially even over the years, the only thing that matters is the Royal Rumble match itself. Um, this card is not necessarily stellar by any means. Um so I, I I almost would be just happy if they just had literally the Royal Rumble matches. You have the women's, you have the men's, and that's it. That's the end of the pay-per-view. Thanks for coming, folks. Um, and make it really special because how many times have we been disappointed by people not showing up in the Rumble that had matches uh, in it or, or on the Rumble? Like the year Daniel Bryan fought the... Uh, uh, the White family. Everybody thought he was going to be in the Royal Rumble, and then he just never even shows up. Um, but then you have other years where it's like Roman Reigns, I think, uh, he got to fight like three matches in the Royal Rumble or something, and then he, he gets to be in the Royal Rumble also. Mm-hmm. So it, it's just one of those things where I think, why not have the full roster available for the Rumble have it just be the Rumble matches themselves as the pay-per-view, uh, make it last a little bit longer or go a little bit longer. You know, that way, you know, you have when the 30th person comes out, you still have 10 to 12 people still in the ring just to extend it that much further uh, down the road. Whereas it seems like usually after 30 comes out, there's only about five people left in the match itself anyway. And most of them get tossed right away. And then you're down to the final three and, like minutes after number 30 comes out, you you're declaring a winner, which still makes sense. But I, I want to see something, you know, just make make it a spectacular Royal Rumble, especially now that this is the what, first, this would be the first Royal Rumble without Pat Patterson. Have some kind of memory uh, or, or run down a history of the Royal Rumbles and specifically just focus on the Rumble itself. But. That's that's kind of how I feel about the Royal Rumble pay-per-view. It's, a, it's I've been to two now, so it would be great to to go to another one. I love the match itself, but the rest of the card, uh, I, I just don't care for. Yeah, that's right. You went to uh, 2016 and 2019 with us, uh, and you got to see AJ, Style, AJ Styles come out at number three. Awesome. I have a question for all three of you. Since this hopefully is the first and only Rumble without fans, what's your guys' thoughts on a cinematic Rumble? Hmm. I wouldn't well, be opposed to it. I, I couldn't. I, I think I'd want to see it like live action. I, I don't think that doing a cinematic version would do it justice. Plus, they would probably redo stuff, and you know, people get hurt again. Well, that's the whole point: is make make some spectacular spots that you can make safe by cutting away from a camera angle or having a certain camera angle where you throw somebody off a, uh, what was, what's uh, the WWE tower? Titan tower. Stories? Mm. Yeah. Mm. Where you throw somebody off the building, but then they show up for Raw for the next day. 
Yeah, was it like Corbin like threw Elias off? Um, and Ray. And Ray. Yeah, and Ray. And Ray. I think it was yeah. actually, um, wasn't it Aleister Black he threw off? Oh, maybe. Well, yeah, yeah. Uh, Titan Tower. Uh, there was, a, I think, before WrestleMania, Corbin like pushed Elias, I want to say, from a really tall height. But that was at the NXT uh, or where they were doing NXT. Full yeah. sale? Yeah. Yeah. They're, 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 yeah, they've done stuff like that. I, you know, thinking about it a little bit more. I wouldn't be opposed to seeing one to see what it's like, but just thinking about how they would film it, it probably wouldn't be that good. I, it, it would take a very special person to make a Royal Rumble really good in a cinematic way, I think. Um, I, I, I don't know. I like the chaos of it all. I, I, I liked when we saw it live, uh, you know, now that it's, you know, a little bit, this what, the 35th or so Royal Rumble. Um, now that we've seen so many, they, there is a formula to it, and they can uh, diverge a little bit. But you have an idea of, of what to expect and what not to expect, and I think that's kind of a good thing. Um, and honestly, I kind of like the chaos of it all, you know. And like, if it's cinematic, you don't get that chaos, that controlled chaos. Instead, it's going to be like, you know, this person has to do this and this other thing. Instead, it's like this controlled chaos that that I, I think I like. So I don't know. I, I'd be I'd be more opposed to it. But if they were going to do it, now would be the time to do it. Roger, do, do, is that something you want to see? Is like a cinematic Royal Rumble? I mean, to Aaron's point, you know, there's been 30 plus of these, right? And there's a, a certain energy that the crowds bring that we're just not going to have. And really, I never want to see a crowdless Royal Rumble. So if you're going to do a cinematic Rumble, this feels like the time to do it. And honestly, to Doug's point, even. I would be fine with two cinematic matches and calling it a night. Like, I don't necessarily need the roster to be doing title defenses or anything like that. Do one for the men's, do, you know, do a full 30 minutes where everybody is eligible and it's the main event of WrestleMania, and then do, you know, the women's one where it's the main event of night one in WrestleMania, and there you go. And so, yeah, I'd be fine with it. I don't want to see this next year if the option for fans is available, but this year, while it's going to be basically the Thunderdome, do it. Cut it. Show me some crazy spots. I want to see something stupid, like someone chucks Ricochet out of the ring and he Hurricane Rana's back off of someone into the ring. And it might take a couple chances to do it, but why not? Like we, we we're not losing, in my opinion, that much as opposed to if you try to do this next year, we can't. I don't want them recutting things live. That's stupid to me. But where there's no fans, eh? Take the shot. Why not? Do something different. But then you could really do the uh, the shortest uh, entry perfectly whereas the several times that they've tried to do it and then mess it up and oh well uh we're gonna call that the shortest turn no no he was in there for two seconds i'm talking about uh santino uh well not santino uh, or titus titus that's who i was talking about where he was supposed to take the yeah (laughs) (laughs) Uh, but yeah, yeah throw something else like that in there or uh you know what is kofi gonna do to Get back in the ring this time. Do something outrageous with it. And now would be the time to do it because you could cut away or do something. Or or maybe show every elimination. Whoa, whoa. I know whoa. it's a it's a strange brand new idea where you actually focus on who's being eliminated. All I asked for was cinematic matches, not this radical new idea that will give you necessary Actually, information I, I think to follow the show. Now, I think there's a way to to marriage the two, though. I think that you can have like you could do a cinematic, you could do cinematic segments. I think, I think, like mm-hmm. let's say you want to do that crazy thing with Ricochet, right? You could almost they would have to film it beforehand, but if they could do it, even with like wires, if they could get it, if they could do it that morning and then put it out that night, <laughs> wires. 
Yeah. You know, <laughs> yeah, let's just, let's just, yeah. Okay. Well, I, I hope my wife's like, ready. Yeah. <laughs> but like, if you did, I'm wondering if something like that may work. I mean, it's worth a shot. Like it, it, it I just, I feel like if you're going to try something like that, and honestly, I wouldn't even be opposed to Wyatt doing some weird um, family fire, fire, funhouse stuff with the rumble, yeah. where he takes someone and teleports them back to, I mean, you're like, why not? Like, we don't have uh, a, a crowd that has to look at a big screen. We're all looking at a big screen. So this is the time to do weird, stupid stuff. Like, this, this hopefully is the only year we have to do this. Just have Wyatt show up, but then he shows, uh, you know, Cole thing goes black and then he shows up in the firefly funhouse and he just randomly picks people off and puts them in the funhouse and then you have michael cole asking well did he go over the top rope oh, also if they showed up in different gimmicks in the firefly funhouse that would be even better right <laughs> all right yeah so i guess we're all looking forward to row rumble this weekend and then uh uh but yeah i'm 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 so pumped about it I hope everyone else is going to be as well. So um, that's all the time we have for this special. If you're into the Twitter, you can follow us on Off the Market 6. I want to thank 86 Productions for hosting and any of the podcasts. And I want to thank all of our listeners for taking the time to download and listen to the show. And for Aaron Hughes, Doug Hunter, Roger Cave, I am Andrew Hughes. And until next time, we'll see you in the ring. 